This is a podcast for those hungry for conversation above the noise, those hungry for the real, real friendships and connection, real families and belonging, real food and nourishment. We've all seen what fake and imitation does to our souls and to our stomachs. And we are discovering more and more as a society that we cannot survive on only what man can create or make sense of. To live our highest and purest lives requires faith. Faith that there is a one true God that holds all of this together and that each of us is here at this moment in time for a reason. You might not believe that, and that's okay. I'm glad you're here. Hi guys, it's Susan, and I hope your week is off to a great start. I shared a verse with my faith community at our gathering this past weekend, and it's just stuck in my heart and mind, and I wanted to share it with you guys this week. And it was a verse in Thessalonians where Paul is talking to the people, and he is saying to them, mind your own business and work with your hands. Yes, that is a special translation, but I love it. Mind your own business and work with your hands. And I've just kept thinking about that so much because it's just so easy, as you know, in our world to get distracted by so many things. And we all need each other. We need to hear the information and we need to know what's going on in our world. And we need each other's voices in our lives. We weren't designed to do life alone, so I get that. But there are times that we just have to put our heads down and do the work that we were called to do. Now, hopefully you love what you do and it's not drudgery or is so mundane and makes you miserable that you have to do every week. Hopefully you feel like it's a calling, something you're called to. Hopefully you're living your life how one novelist put it this way. Work is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. I hope that you're living in that space, but I do get that there are seasons of life where that isn't our story and we still have to show up and do the work. So wherever you find yourself this week, I just want to challenge you, whether you're feeling frustrated or you are feeling you are in your lane and killing it, to keep your head down, to keep your head down, to mind your business. Don't get distracted by looking at somebody else, but stay focused, do what's in your heart, put your head down and do the work that you were called to do. Calling. What does that mean anyway? Let's talk about it. Finding your calling is about finding your voice. Um, Your voice, it's a unique sound that only you can bring to the table. Now, calling isn't something that you can choose, like what neighborhood you choose to live in or what house you live in or what car you choose to drive. But calling is something that you discover. It's something that takes time and you have to dig out at it. You have to try, you have to mess out, you have to explore. Um, So it takes, it can take some time. And you might've been asked the question when you were a, a child and we tend to ask kids this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? And maybe we're setting them up for failure with that question. Maybe a better question would be, who are you? Who do you think God made you to be? And what do you think you're going to do with that when you grow up? 
a message that tells us that we can do anything if we put our mind to it, if we just work hard enough. If you believe in yourself and you keep at it, you can achieve anything. And that idea is true to a certain extent, but sadly, it's not totally true. I can't be anything I want to be, no matter how hard I try or how much I believe in myself. There's just some things that I would not be able to achieve. You know why? Because all I can be is me, who God made me to be. And if we spend all of our time and energy fighting the image of God within us, even if we succeed in the short run, it'll come back and eat us alive. How are you hardwired? Because we are all hardwired by our creator. We all move through this world differently, seeing different things. And we need to address and be aware and recognize our potential and our limitations because these are signposts to us. They're there to guide us and to point us forward into the calling we're talking about because God uniquely designed us to see and to feel and to think and process in a certain way that everybody doesn't think the same. We can all walk in the same room and all of us are going to perceive and take things in differently. And we need to understand that and be aware of that because most likely if you see something and it stirs something in you, if you see an injustice or ways that you could step up and serve, um, your world, your generation, your city, if it stirs you and it moves you, most likely there's a reason for that. Now, you know, I love some personality tests and especially the Enneagram these past few years. Now, I know the Enneagram has been around for a long time, but I guess it's been about four years ago that I first started hearing people talk about it. So I had um, got the book and did some reading and research and listened to different people that have studied it and extensively share about it. And I personally just loved the insight that it brought to my life. So of course I wanted to share it. So actually I think it was like three Christmases ago. That actually was our gift to our kids. We actually did like a mini seminar for Christmas and got the books and just had a great time discovering and talking about and sharing and learning more about who God uniquely created each of us to be. And it was, it was a special time and loved it. But I've just been reminded recently again, that no matter how much insight and wisdom that we can get from any of these tests, and, and I think there's lots of great things that we can get from a lot of them, that we have to remember that anytime we start then to be defined by a label or a number, we're missing it because none of us were created exactly the same. None of us fit neatly into any one certain category. And we need to remember that. We need to remember that we were uniquely created by our creator. And when we pursue an identity apart from God, it's, it's only going to lead to confusion. We have to go back to, we were created, um, with purpose for a purpose. And the mind of Christ is, is just foundational to understanding who we were created to be. We um, read in Acts 17, 28, that it is in him that we live and we move and we have our being. I mean, if that's not our foundation, like I said, we're just going to, we're going to um, just drift around and, and it's always going to lead to confusion. Um, God has designed each of us to see 
the world differently and to create something that only we can bring to the world in a particular way. We are here in this world to create and to cultivate it and to change culture. You are made in the image of God. You, my friend, are made in the image of God. I know you've heard that before. We've all heard it. But I want you to hear it again today. And I want that to sink in. You were made in the image of God. That's just not some nice little thought that as a Christian, as believers, we believe. But do you really believe it? That is, I guess, what I want us to think about today. Do we really believe it? Do we really live our lives with the understanding and the thought that we are made in the image of God? That at that time when he reached into the dust and he created mankind and then said it was good, do we really believe that we're walking around created and formed and made in the image of Almighty God. I know I don't wake up every day and lean into that understanding. I want to. That's my desire and and my goal um, that I would live my life. And, and I say that because that's what he desires for me. It's what he desires for you, that our spirits, that's what becoming a believer and a follower of Christ is all about, that it's believing and and walking and trusting and knowing that he is in us, that his spirit is alive in us and it's enabling us to walk through this world differently to bring the kingdom of God in a way that we've never known. You are made in the image of God. And when people see that image, they're going to see God. You know, and that everyone that we pass, everyone that we see in our day is made in the image of God. I think sometimes we don't think that we discount people because maybe the way they look are choices that they've chosen in their life that look different than ours but i want to remind you today that no matter how repulsive somebody's lifestyle choices or the way they look the way they talk no matter how that makes you feel or makes you want to respond to them That doesn't change the fact that they were created and made in the image of God. And we should never look down on somebody because whether they realize it or not, it does not change the fact that they came into this world because they were created and designed by a God and a father that loves them and longs to have relationship with them. Doesn't change that fact. So back to us being made in the image of God. Comparison does not have any place when we really understand what this means. If we really understand that we each were uniquely made in the image of God, then then we wouldn't waste our time comparing ourselves 
to somebody else because we're not competing with anybody. When you really understand that, you're not competing with anybody. How can I compete with somebody when when they don't have what I have and I don't have what they have? There's nothing to compete about. No one is carrying the image that he placed within you to reveal himself to the world. He put it in you. He put it in you. Think about that. There is something in you that when you show up being who he created you to be and you let that be seen in the world, it looks like the glory of God to those around you. You know, I was thinking that sometimes I'll just like look at something in nature, a tree, a flower. And I'm not even a major beach person. I know I live here in Florida, but yet anytime I go to the beach or, you know, I see the ocean and the waves and the thing, I mean, I can't deny God. It's, it's, it's just gorgeous. And it's, you just feel it. You see it. The, um, the beauty of this creation so I think how much more we as humans that he said are made in his image, how much more than when we show up and are who he created us to be, how much more does the glory of God, how much more is the glory of God seen in our life? So instead of comparing, wasting any energy comparing to each other, we need to look at each other as complimenting because no one person can carry all of it or we would be Jesus. No one person can contain all that he is. So all of us together manifesting his glory is what shows the world and what ushers in the kingdom of God. Is that not incredible? You are made in the image of God, my friend. We ended our time together Sunday at our gathering by singing on a Hillsong United songs, um, So Will I, which I love the words too. And I think I want to end the podcast today with reading a little bit of that, um, just because it's kind of like my prayer, my heart's cry right now, So Will I. And it says, God of creation, there at the start before the beginning of time. With no point of reference, you spoke to the dark and you fleshed out the wonder of light. And as you speak, a hundred billion galaxies are born. In the vapor of your breath, the planets form. If the stars were made to worship, so will I. I can see your heart in everything you've made. Every burning star, a signal fire of grace. If creation sings your praises, so will I. God of your promise, you don't speak in vain, no syllable empty or void. For once you have spoken, all nature and science follow the sound of your voice. And as you speak, a hundred billion creatures catch your breath, evolving in pursuit of what you said. And if it all reveals your nature, so will I. Have a great week, friends.